Hey Ninja Squad, welcome to the Tenfold Podcast and I'm your host, Rachel Everington, wife, mother, agency owner, and entrepreneur, lover of coffee, music, and organization. I'm here to help people better and empower themselves to create and build an amazing life and career that they want and dream of by having powerful conversations, sharing other stories, providing motivation and inspiration that your dreams and passion is possible. Every month, our guests and I will be sharing our stories, our perspectives, and our knowledge on productivity, mindset, money, relationships, mental health, basically anything from light to heavy topics. I'll be dropping new episodes every first and third Tuesday of the month, so make sure to hit that subscribe button. Welcome back to the Tenfold Podcast. So I'm very super excited to have you all come to this episode today. We have my beautiful friend, Corey Fraden, with us today. So Corey Fraden is the founder of Quick Boost, a blog that helps you achieve your goals. Through his work, he shows you how to create a life of meaning and fulfillment, one of true goals of success. His blog receives thousands of visitors each month, and he's been featured on sites like entrepreneur.com, MSN, Addicted to Success, Thrive Global, Elephant Journal, and many more. So you can basically find him anywhere on Google. <laughs> so for, uh, Corey, I'm so super excited for this uh, episode. And, um, you know, as we first met through a networking platform, I think you and I both clicked because we were so totally into like goals and success and productivity, and we just stay connected. And I'm super happy that I've cross paths with you and continue like our business relationship together. So tell um, the audience a little bit more about you, how you got started as an entrepreneur and, and um, mention like what you exactly do now and why you do a lot of the writing stuff all over the internet now. Sure. Um, first of all, uh, thank you, Rachel, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, and thanks everyone listening. So I got into entrepreneurship uh, back in college, I was maybe 19 or 20 at the time. And at that period, it was when apps were really like the hot kind of thing to do. I think Snapchat was like blowing up and that was kind of like the time frame. And so I developed an app um, geared towards helping college students uh, better connect with their campus. So um, find out what's going on with local clubs, uh, connect with local businesses, that kind of stuff. Um, and that was kind of my first introduction into entrepreneurship. It was never something I really um, set out to do, uh, but now it's kind of become my life and it's, it's grown from there. Um, now Does that today, app still exist? No, 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 no. Okay. It, uh, no, it was called Amuse Me and uh, at, the company was around for like a couple of years. And then from there I closed it and then I ended up joining a different app startup and then whatever, a whole bunch of things mm-hmm. from there till now. Um, and now I run QuickBoost full time. And, and just to kind of answer your other kind of part two question. Um, so quick boost is a place where I write about things like productivity, time management, goal setting, ways to be more intentional with your time. Um, so I started that about three years ago and yeah, I've just been writing a lot ever since. Mm-hmm. So basically he's a ninja's a soulmate basically in the online world. <laughs> so through your work, you show people how to create like a life of meaning and fulfillment. So how did this like all began from shifting from creating that app to this? Like, what is the story behind that, that started all of this? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so when I started that first app, Amuse Me, I, what I thought I loved was tech because I've always enjoyed technology. And so I wanted to, you know, get a job up in Silicon Valley and do the whole thing. After working in the tech world for a while, I realized what I enjoyed about Amuse Me wasn't the tech. It was the creating something. It was 
being in charge of my own business and kind of running things and, you know, mm-hmm. the whole entrepreneurial spirit. And so that kind of translated into things outside of tech. So I, I started a couple of different e-commerce brands and everything has, by the way, just to make everybody feel better, everything is like flopped completely. So like <laughs> there's been a bunch of experimentation, a bunch of tests. That's the, the one roller coaster thing, of entrepreneurship though. That's it. I think that what I would always remind myself is like, I think the rule of Silicon Valley is like, you don't, your business doesn't succeed until it's like your seventh one or something like that rule has always helped me feel better. Cause that, that that's literally like quick boost is probably like my seventh or eighth business venture that I've, that I've worked on. Um, and quick boost is, is doing well. So mm-hmm. super excited about that. Um, but it's been a long journey. It's been a long journey to kind of get here. When I started quick boost, uh, my initial, the kind of the initial thing I wrote about, it was very, it was about self-improvement, but it was very broad. So really anything like um, leadership tips and packing strategy, like how to pack for a trip, like all like kind of full mm-hmm. spectrum, like how to kind of just self-improvement stuff. Um, and it was also, it was kind of a, an amalgamation. I wasn't writing everything. It was, I was like hiring freelance writers to publish, to write on the platform. I was going to bring in guest authors and everything. I quickly realized that to grow in the space, at least for me, I needed to be the one, I needed to be the voice. I needed to be the one writing. Mm-hmm. And so since then, I've written everything myself. And now my goal is to publish a new article every day. And I've been doing that often, um, or I've been doing that every day this year. So I'm at like 125 articles or something. Oh, um, I yeah. mean, I thought writing was my forte because I had like all these journals and diaries when I was a kid. So I thought I would become like a blogger. There was a point in my life I did try to become a blogger. And I realized that totally wasn't me. Like whatever people knew me as a person having a conversation didn't transfer well in writing, right? And I mean, now I think it's gotten a little bit better because people on my website and they're like, I love all your writing on your website. I'm like, perfect, thank you. That was all me. (laughs) But that writing all that copy on my website took me forever though. So it it isn't easy. So, you know, a huge applause to you that you can write that many articles in like a short period of time. (laughs) Well, it's been, I mean, it's been a lot of practice. It's been like, because I've been doing this, I'm going on, it'll be like four years in April. So like three and a half years right now. In the beginning, especially when I had the freelancers, it was just, I was just kind of editing their stuff and publishing it. And that was only maybe the first three months. And then ever since I started writing it on my own, um, and that's been the rest of the way, it's been a lot of like maybe one article a month, one article every other week kind of thing. And it's slowly, I've been getting more comfortable with like writing every day, but it's taken a long time. And even like when I started this goal at the beginning of this year, it was like, am I going to run out of stuff to talk about? But here I am a lot of (laughs) articles later and I'm still writing. So I guess not. Well, compared to what I was doing, like that's still a lot because for me, I remember trying to like blog one post, I w- it would be like one every quarter, you know, and, and the post would always start, sorry, I'm back, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, sure. sorry, I'm back. Can I create, you know? Yeah. Um, but let, let me ask too, like, what is, um, you know, the story behind like the actual name of your business, Quick Boost, and why is there an extra O? <laughs> It's <laughs> funny. Well, the the the, the extra oh okay, yeah, because Quick Boost has three L's in it. Uh, it's not a romantic story. Basically, I like the name Quick Boost. Quick Boost with two O's. The domain was already taken, so I'm like, I'll okay. just put a third O in there. Uh, that's funny. The reason I called it Quick Boost at the beginning, it was all about writing short articles. It was, I mean, my articles are still short. They're maybe five minute reads, but before it was like, you know, a one minute read, a two minute read. So the Quick Boost literally stands for like quick articles to boost your life. Um, I love that. That kind of working. And now it's now I write more long form stuff, five minutes or six minutes or seven minute reads. 
Um, but yeah, that was the, that's the initial story. But yeah, the domain was just taken and I was like, well, I like the name. So <laughs> I kind of figured it was name. that, but Hey, I might yeah. as well ask to have the official answer, right? Sure, you guys yeah. heard it first. <laughs> it could have been a good story, but nope, just the domain was taken. <laughs> No, but I really like that you you had short articles because actually I have a um, a past client that kind of d- does um, hmm. podcasts as well, but he's done done it more in a short form way where it's like one minute, two minute type of like quick tips type of thing. Hmm. So it's not even your like typical podcast, and it's just easier to consume, right? So sure. I love the like short blogs and and short audios because I know for myself I as much as I love podcasts too I'll listen to it my I do have my top favorite ones and then if I listen to someone and I'm not connecting with them I will start to daydream I will totally like go off and think about something else while I'm listening and then I'm like rewind (laughs) what did I miss (laughs) but that's amazing so what were like the lessons you learned during that journey like trying to um, figure that all of all that out. What are the lessons that you have, you know, learned throughout this journey the last four years? Um, and is there any amazing stories that you've kind of like realized in implementing it for your life? Um, as far as like adventures and experiences, I mean, pre pandemic, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm trying to figure out like where I should start. Okay. So you've asked me three questions. Which one do you like the most? Let's see. Let's start off with let's start off with like, what has made you fulfill your life? Like what gives you meaning to it? Oh, sure. Okay. Um, and I'll, I'll talk about, if you'd like, I can talk about how I kind of got to that point too. Yeah. So right now, presently I'm fulfillment is kind of like the main thing I'm focusing on. So I use my blog and everything I do is helping me kind of create a more fulfilling life for myself. So I look Mm -hmm. at the different aspects of who I am, my career, my relationship with my wife or my daughter or the, like our home or the finance, like I look at all these different aspects of who I am and I've set goals towards a fulfilling life in that direction. So I have a mm-hmm. goal to go on a date with my wife once a month or go on a date with my daughter once a month or mm-hmm. complete two books uh, at least uh, at least each month, complete at least two books each month. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm constantly working towards uh, either adding more fulfillment to my life or maintaining fulfillment um, because that just feels like such an, a powerful reason to add meaning to your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting to that point was actually kind of unintentional, ironically, because I write about being intentional with your time. When I started Quick Boost, it was all about, like I said, it was kind of very broad, self-improvement stuff. With time, as I found what was getting views, um, combining with what I enjoyed writing about, it became more specific in terms of like just focusing on like productivity, time management, goal setting, kind of stuff, planning. Um, and then as I dug in even further and I asked my audience, hey, what is resonating? What do you want more of? It became more goal setting, more productivity. So I really started to dig in even further. And it wasn't until I started getting even more views. Uh, and with that came negative comments. And I started to work through the negative comments that I realized I can go probably even deeper because a lot of the comment, for example, there was an article. Um, it was like genius things to do on a Sunday to have a productive week. Mm-hmm. And it, was it was a list article. So like you know, a bunch of things you could do on a Sunday if you want to have a productive week. Which I love those type of articles. Though. Sure, sure. That's why I wrote it. Um, so this person commented basically saying like, you know, I don't want to have a productive Sunday. I want to, I want the option to take a nap and watch a movie if I want. Like, I don't want to have to feel efficient during all this time. And it was comments like that that made me start to think like, I feel like productivity goal, like these topics are important, but I feel like there's something deeper than just being fast at what you do or mm-hmm. achieving this thing. And I, I think, I mean, it's always hard to know, like if that was the turning point, but 
it was it was right around there that I started to dig even deeper and realize like why is it important to be more efficient or to like I said accomplish these things in your life and that's where the idea of fulfillment came into play and fulfillment is like long-term happiness it's because happiness itself is fleeting it's a like a joke or a nice mm-hmm. day with your spouse whatever but fulfillment is like that thing that gives you like purpose and meaning yes we realized mm-hmm. and in the long term too and I realized like you can you can use these topics you can use them to add fulfillment to your life and really achieve that deeper thing. So like if you get through your work faster, you will have more time to do those things that add fulfillment, or you'll be able to do more of those things that add fulfillment. Or if you achieve your goals and those goals are directed towards a fulfilling life, you will be able to um, enjoy more of those amazing things. So that was kind of the, the direction that led me to where I am now. So it's the long-winded answer to your question. <laughs> no, it wasn't long-winded at all. I think okay. we, we totally hit the nail on that. And that's why I was so excited about this conversation is because when you had sent me the, over the idea, you used the word fulfillment. And that's what caught my eye. Because a lot of the times for the past years, and I know everyone, everyone says this too, like when I was younger, I was made, to, I felt like I was made to do more and be more, you know, but I really truly feel that to like to my core and seeing that like now in hindsight, my past, it's kind of like everything has kind of led to me to this place. Yeah. And so the word fulfillment to me in, in, in the way you explained it too, is exactly that. It's like just being more intentional, being more in alignment to what you feel is brings you happiness in life. So that could be just more minimalistic in life, like your actual physical space, more time freedom with your family versus having to buy all the, you know, tangible things, you know, and like the person mentioned in your comment, as far as like, I don't want to be efficient. I want to take more naps. Well, that's exactly how my Sunday or like starting my Friday, actually before the Sunday, getting things wrapped up, so I don't have to think about it over the weekend and actually do take those naps. I, re- I remember telling my client the, um, I think a week or two weeks ago, and she said, how was your weekend? And I said, I absolutely did nothing. And so she sent me this meme that says, instead of saying doing nothing, other words to say is I took a rest day. I had fun watching TV. I had, you know, and I realized everything that listed on that meme and I'll post it on the show notes too, you guys, so you can see, but um, everything listed on that meme was exactly what I did that weekend. So for me, I oh, felt like, oh, this is my lazy weekend. I am napping, watching Netflix, sure. you know, not even like touching any chore at home. Like I was totally okay with that because I did it the weekend prior. And I, I mean, my house isn't a pigsty. Like what's the worst that can happen? I can wait for next weekend. Right. But yeah. I knew my soul, my body needed that rest day. So, and that was definitely in alignment. And I think too, before the old me, the perfectionism in me would have been like, oh no, like, what am I? Like, I did nothing, right? But now I'm just, I'm at that place where it's like, I'm at peace with being more intentional. Like, yeah, this is totally my weekend to just chill out, not think about business and hang out with the family. So, yeah. And that's a great point too. Like fulfillment isn't, a lot of times people will just, look at it in terms of work and work is a huge part of who you are. So obviously mm-hmm. in terms of what you do is super important, but also kind of what you're touching on, like hitting those other areas of your life too, like as a parent or as an athlete or like your mental health, like these are all different areas of your yes. life that you can be working towards or maintaining kind of that level of, of purpose. Absolutely. And speaking of purpose, that was definitely, and I probably, it came to even more in, 
in in light when the pandemic hit that when I had to homeschool my my kiddo like I wanted to be more intentional to have to find time to actually be able to do that right because in the beginning obviously for every parent during that pandemic that had to homeschool it was rough because you're kind of like I'm working where what time do I have to teach this kid anything right and so being intentional with my time and and holding space for that was definitely important and even like me being busy with my business, again, I was trying to be more intentional, having my relationship with my husband, having that time together as well. Right. So Mm -hmm. totally, I totally agree. Um, And now you also mentioned too, with your, you know, you having a wife and a daughter. So how has that changed as far as your relationship that obviously has given you a little bit more time freedom to spend more time with them? Was there anything that came into realization or aha moment when you've kind of shifted and, and became more um, intentional with, you know, having your relationship with them? Uh, that's a, that's a great question. So it, it was almost more like being proactive. Mm -hmm. Um, like my, like when I started these dates with my daughter, she was three months old. So like our relationship, I was, I was just ending my paternity leave. And so I was like, I feel like we're already really connected. I feel like, you know, we got a good thing going, but now let's start, like, let's just be proactive about it and keep this this good times going, whatever. Oh, I love that. I'm gushing. (laughs) (laughs) So that's when we started the date. So like, like our first date, I walked over to the local library and I just like read her a book while she was asleep. And like, that was it. But like, as she's gotten older and the, and she's grown up a little bit and like progressed a little bit, now we can do more fun things and Mm -hmm. whatever. So a lot of times it's more um, in that case, and especially, and with my wife as well, it's more being proactive and saying, okay, things are good. Let's keep things being good by, you know, continuing to foster our relationship other areas um i will if i'm feeling like one of the areas of my life is you know not being addressed or is out of balance then i'll set a new goal to address it um so for example you know you mentioned covid and like feeling like you you're kind of stuck at home i'm realizing a big part of myself that hasn't been addressed is kind of this adventure side of me this person likes to explore and do new things and so this is a brand new goal like i started it last week it's, it's to go on a, an adventure basically once a week or go to explore mm-hmm. something new once a week. So I did it last week. It was awesome. It totally addressed all the things I wanted to have it address. And I'm going to do it again this week and we'll just go from there. Um, but that actually reminds me of a point I want to mention to your audience, um, the importance of being flexible when it comes to your goals that you set. Um, for example, like if this goal is very new um, and so it's still very much, I'm still learning it. I'm still figuring out like, is it working for me? Is it hitting the things exactly how I want them to, whatever. Um, and so at the, at the beginning, when I first got started with goal setting, it was like, I would set a goal. And if I felt like I needed to change it, then I'd be a quitter or I'd be a failure or whatever. And I'd get frustrated and I'd quit on the whole thing. I'm, I've learned that you need to be able to make adjustments. So if this goal isn't addressing the need or that the, the part of my life, then I will tweak it or I will you know, toss it and put a new one in its place, but you have so much more flexibility in, in terms of goal setting than you would think. Absolutely. Yeah. A perfect example for me on that one was my morning routine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was trying to build a, a good morning routine because obviously the pandemic totally threw it off. Sure. And um, I was adding like multiple things, like everything you want to achieve in the morning. And then I realized there really, really literally was no time to fill like complete that whole list. And it was allowing, yeah, like you said, being flexible with it and being like, okay, do it, does it really need to be done in the morning? I mean, would that actually fulfill me? Like, would that really set up my day if I didn't do that or didn't do that? 
Um, so that was very interesting. And I love the fact that you do have little dates with your daughter too, because I think that's going to leave an imprint when she's older too. Like this is the thing that she's going to totally remember. Right. I remember like with, with my dad, he did the same thing as well. Every Saturday he took me to the library. And so, um, yeah, he, and then, you know, he, he didn't have the patience to sit there all the whole time though, (laughs) but he would just have me like either he, he, he would just get me settled. So he knew I love books. I would find the books I would want. And um, he would ask me if I wanted to stay and he would leave off like with my mom and they did their errands or if he wanted me wanted um, him to stay to read me something. And for the most part, I just wanted to be in my own little world. And I said, no, I'm okay. Come pick me up when, you know, in like 30 minutes or something like that. Right. So but I remember that they really kind of gave that moment to me. Right. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I like that story. Yeah. So I love that. Well, thank you. So to end it off, we're going to end it off some fun rapid fire questions. And there's a reason I didn't send it off to you because <laughs> I want you to answer sure. right in this moment. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're going to do top three. So um, what message do you want to share in the world right now? What message do I want to share in the world right now? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's so many things. There's so many things. There's so many options you can go with. Uh, I think to keep it on theme, it would be that fulfillment is possible. Living a life of meaning is possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you read biography, and this is kind of an elaboration on that quick answer, but uh, if you read like what I've been doing a lot lately is reading biographies of people that are well-known people of history mm-hmm. um, and just getting a lot out of their story. So that's, I think if you are doubting that statement about fulfillment, read some great biographies of well-known people and you will see kind of like how they navigate through life. And you'll be able to realize a lot of the reason they're able to do these great things is because they find so much meaning in, in what they do and how they do it. Perfect. And actually the, the next question is a perfect segue to that. Since you read biographies, if you could travel back to any era or year, which would you choose and why? Oh, Wow. Can't go forward? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, oh, wow. I don't know. I don't know if I have a preference. I feel like they're all pretty interesting. I would like to go back to like the time of like the pharaohs. I have no idea when that era was. Ooh, yes. Have, the Egyptian world. I have no idea why I want to go back to that time, but it just seems like it'd be a cool, cool place to go. That was my favorite history topic, by oh, the way. Really? Yeah. Okay. It was Greek mythology and the whole like... Um, Egyptian stories and I remember our teacher taught us some of the um, I don't even I can't remember what you call it but like hieroglyphics yes oh cool (laughs) yeah it was so interesting and it still intrigues me to this day and I've been debating whether I should get like a tattoo or not like in hieroglyphics have you been to Egypt no that is in my top list of no I want to to go yeah have you no I haven't no I'd like to go and I if I could go back I'd go there too yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, all right. And the last question. So what do you feel like would make you a ninja? Hmm. Life, career, dad, anything. I probably know some of your answers already, but what makes you a ninja? What makes me a ninja? How would you define ninja? What, what is your answer for something like that? Ninja for me can mean in so different many ways. This is why I love stories and having people jump onto this podcast because that's basically that. So, you know, a ninja to me in entrepreneurship 
it depends on their definition of success, right? So that could be based on that. Also based on what they call success in their life as well, which is a perfect, again, with our topic today. And so for me, a ninja is being able to, um, and I know people are going to totally fight me on this, quote unquote, balance um, my business and my personal life, right? And I, does balance exist? I don't really think it does. I think it's more like, um, this is going to be a whole new podcast episode, Corey, you and I need to jump on, um, but just putting things in priority. And once you know what that priority priority list looks like, that is balanced to me. And that's what makes me a ninja. I'm able to do X, Y, Z, but at the end of the day, I'm like, yeah, that was a good day. Gotcha. Okay. So what makes me a ninja? Yeah, I think, I think we'll, Actively pursuing, being intentional with my time and the pursuit of fulfillment, I think makes me a ninja. So being intentional with my time. Yes. And that's a hard thing to do, by the way, people. (laughs) Oh, and I should say, I should preface this too. Uh, I like fulfillment is something I'm actively working towards. It's not like I have it all worked out. Like if you, those 100, 20, 130 articles I've written this year are like lessons I'm actively learning. So a lot of this is still very much, you know, it's an, it's an ongoing process. So just wanted to put a disclaimer. I think that's in everything we do, even productivity or efficiency. You know, I know my team and I for, you know, business-wise, our processes, there's already a set beautiful process. It works great. But me being me, I feel like, how can we make it faster? How can we make it better? How can we improve it? You know, so it's always a work in progress, I think. I I don't think there's ever an end goal. So it makes it fun. Yeah, exactly. Season of life is what right, it is. Your exactly. goal is that whatever that season of life is. Um, all right. So perfect. That was an amazing answer. So tell people how can they connect with you? Do you have any services, products? How can they work with you? How can they find you? Uh, sure. Yeah. So to learn more about me, um, go check out my site. It's quickboost.com. And again, quickboost has three O's in it. Um, that's kind of the best place to learn more about me. If you're interested and want to dig in a little bit further on what we talked about, I have an ebook where I talk about ways that you can kind of achieve those goals and develop that fulfilling life. I believe that's quickboost.com slash ebook. And Rachel, I can all be happy to share the link with you too. Um, But yeah, that's a great place. Those two resources are are probably the perfect place for you to start. Perfect. And so the last question for you, Corey, is what are you thankful for? We're all about attitude of gratitude here. So I like to end it off with that. Yeah, so much. I'm thankful for you, Rachel, for having me on the show. I'm thankful for the people listening for this opportunity. Like I'm thankful for Zoom for like facilitating this whole thing. Like <laughs> it's just there's so much to be thankful for. So like if you have 45 minutes, I'd be happy to rattle some things off. But let's let's go with those. Let's go with absolutely. Those. I mean, that's a whole new article for you to write. We could probably write exactly. that on the show notes too. <laughs> I've heard about gratitude a ton. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, I, I I am the same way. I'm thankful for like our paths crossing to be able to get to know you, to be able to work with you. And yeah, being able to have that opportunity to record this podcast with you. Like this was such an amazing conversation. And this is what I I love recording these things with people and hearing their stories and where they are at in their business or personal life. I just love these conversations. So there you have it, everyone. Thank you so much for listening in on this today's episode. Again, you will find all of Corey's links on our show notes. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me or him. And I hope you guys are having an amazing day. Remember, count your blessings, not your problems. Peace out, Ninja Squad. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I appreciate you. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and follow me on Instagram at Rachel Errington for more shenanigans. If you do share a podcast, please add hashtag tenfoldpodcast. And don't forget to join us every first and third Tuesday of the month. You don't want to miss out on all the awesomeness from this show. Peace out, Ninja Squad. No, seriously, get out of here. Love you. Bye.